0: retro fandango that's retro fandango when it's android over iphone and you can keep your stupid amiibo and always bashing on nintendo but well, that's retro fandango that's retro fandango thanks retro fandango oh, wow i think we're live okay how do we do this again
1: been too long. Click on comments and see what Steven's saying. Oh, Nothing. wow. He's not here. <laughs>
0: oh, nobody's here yet.
1: I just no. saw a tweet from Ryan saying he was going to be here with Simpson oh. quotes. I think he watches
0: us at work, so he might actually have something to do. <sighs> he
1: I know. Jeez. I know. It's with these people?
0: I don't know. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 168 16- <laughs> of Retro... Fandango Just helping hi I am Kevin. I'm here with my buddy Richard. hello names are on them we got name tags there mm-hmm. it's rocket sauces uh, here It's us try I'm, him in him here him <laughs> here um let's do the house clean Quick Save club playing screamer two slash pc racing games because uh screamer Two is something else that's quite the pick by our buddy Ryan, the retro city retro city gamer righton no. Retro gamer ranting. By the way, best wishes to him. He's going through a tough time right now. The corona. I hope he doesn't mind me saying, but the corona has uh, hit his uh, homestead pretty oh, hard. Oh, really? As far as I know, everyone's fine, but they're dealing with the the issues, the separations, Ooh. and all that stuff. So, gosh, yeah. So wishing he's all the best. So all those people wondering what's going on with Quick Save Club. I know I've been inundated with. You know what's going on? How come it's not posted yet? When are you guys recording? It's not even up on YouTube. On and on and on and on. Uh, at least you know two, three times an hour, my phone's going off. People mm. asking me. Uh, that's what's going on. So we're just waiting for things to settle down over there, and then we'll get to our Torchlight Two episode. Mm. Uh, you know,
1: all the best to you, Twitch.
0: Yeah. That's, sometimes. Thanks. You know, you've, you you got to take care of that stuff first. So well, we don't. We, we don't, don't want our... sometimes. <laughs> All the time, every yeah. time. That's 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 right. Wow, yeah. I've seen you power through an episode of this though, so when you're sick. You just like screw it, I want to do it. So
1: yeah, well, my sickness is uh, you know, all up in your head. Tame, no. pretty tame. Okay, uh, and it's often just made up.
0: Right, <laughs> Cartridge Club is playing Life is Strange. I played that on the Xbox back in the day. I might play through it on the on the PC. We have it on Steam for some reason. I think it, I think it was one of those humble bundle games, so maybe I'll play through it again. I don't know. And RF Gen is playing an interesting one. They're playing Among Us. If you might remember me talking um, sometime last month. I played it with uh, Creepy Josh. It's a game where you're in space, and it's part Clue, part uh, the thing. No, he doesn't.
1: Uh, anyway. Oh, you're asking me. Yes. I, I thought you were asking yes. the audience. No,
0: no. The other when, once you true.
1: said once you said uh, Steam, it reminded me. Oh, the whatever the free Epic game is available yes. now. I didn't check it yesterday, so I
0: believe it is. I'd take uh, a moment. <laughs> I believe it is uh, Pillars of Eternity, which is a game I don't think you'd be interested like in.
1: Garbage. Uh, Pillars of Eternity and Tyranny. I don't mm-hmm. know what any of those are. And there's a mystery game coming up. Yeah, tyranny. I know.
0: I know tyranny, but uh, Pillars of Eternity is like a Baldur's Gate.
1: Yeah, why wouldn't I be interested in that?
0: I don't know. You don't seem to play those games anymore. Maybe when you're old and gray, you'll want to go back. I don't know. Older and grayer.
1: I'm looking at. I see a thumbnail with four characters fighting off some sort of. You know. Yeah,
0: that's Baldur's Gate minion
1: horde. Yeah, it looks fun. All
0: right. Uh, So that's it for that film dango this month. We're doing uh, classic uh, Tom Hanks movies. We're calling it Classic uh, Hanky Panky. We're watching Splash. We're watching Big. And we're watching The Burbs. I've already watched one of the movies. And i uh, got lots to say. A lot to say. Can't wait to well, get you're
1: that. You're opinionated. Yes, I am. That, that's what I read on the, the Fandango blurb there. Yeah. You're opinionated and I'm dashing.
0: Who wrote yeah. that? Our um, relationship manager.
1: Yeah?
0: Yeah. Do you take it as a compliment or an insult? I, I don't mean.
1: know. I remember reading that <laughs> a long time ago and then I'd never look at it. I just like click past. And then for, for whatever reason, I paused for a second as I was looking at the page the last time. I was like, ah, what I does totally, this
0: mean? I totally forgot that was there. I had to say uh, something. It could just be a blank space. You had to put something there. so
1: Right. You put something behind you there. Look at all those Christmas lights. Yeah.
0: That was for uh, basically the stream, which uh, we'll be getting to in a a little bit, the charity stream. I thought I'd liven it up. And then I thought, why not just keep it up for all these uh, podcasts that I do in front of the camera now? Mm -hmm. So why not?
1: When are you not recording a podcast now? Like, mm. Is it really a daily thing? How many days no. a week do you go no. without recording a podcast?
0: Well, this is my second one this week. This is two. and it
1: and it's Friday actually, for you.
0: Y- yeah, and it's actually only um, like the last like I streamed for four hours on Saturday. That was mm-hmm. the for the charity stream, and then I was only on for half a bill show on Wednesday night, the vinyl show, because he starts it too late, and I have to have to get to bed. I got to get up at, I, I'm up at 4.30 now, you know, I got to be out. I got to get, and it's one of those like roll out of bed and get, get to work kind of thing, you know, 4.30. That's brutal. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's, it, it was, it was crazy. Like the whole, uh, let me get through the, <laughs> let me get through this, uh, uh, house cleaning first. Then, then I'll, I'll talk
1: my tea. Go ahead.
0: I'll talk all about it. Uh, okay. Well, I got to talk to you about, uh, next month for January, we're doing the two be, uh to be magic. Are you frozen or are you <laughs> No, I'm just sipping my tea. <laughs> Trying not to talk. Doing to be magic. Um I like to be trash, but I guess it's magic now. But that's all right. All I good. didn't
1: put that in there.
0: Oh, maybe I did. I I, who knows? It's so much has been going on. Um so usually we pick three movies and watch three movies. But I think for next month, I think we should I think what we should do is stick to because it, it's not really the amount of movies, but it's the lo- logistics of getting us together right. to watch a film. True that's, that. that's the thing. So I think what we should do is just focus on one movie, mm-hmm. and we'll do the Discord thing on a Saturday night at this time. Because I think okay. it'll be better for people on a Saturday evening okay. at, at, this, at this time. So one, one weekend in January. We'll do it at okay. 4 p.m. Eastern. On a Saturday. And we'll say that's that's the film Dango mm-hmm. for the week and see how that goes. See if people are okay with that. Mm-hmm. Like just to mix it up once in a while. And then the next okay. month we'll go back to the three movies. So and then we can so you you have these two other movies here. I put
1: I put some uh, potential things in there. Those are movies I watched like the first five minutes of. I was like, okay. There's something there's something, <laughs> there's something special there. here.
0: Okay. Well, I think we should stick with long shots because we kind of already teased it. I guess I already teased it sort of on on Twitter, and there seems to be some interest with Long Shot Kids. That is the foosball movie. Long shot aka Long Shot Kids. Yeah. I think that's what the other name is. I know it I knew it as long actually it's long shots, isn't it? Long Shots. And then I don't know. Long Shot Kids. I don't know. That's what I knew it as back in the day. Um but yeah, so that's what we're going to do next month. Just the one movie. We'll pick and we'll see how it goes. We'll see if people like it or if they're like, no, I want my film Dango audio, which sometimes they get and, and sometimes no, they don't get anyways. say that. So actually, somebody did today. Somebody did say that today. Somebody said that after a week and a half. Well, there was a lot going on last yeah. week. There. Okay. Yeah. And tell me about it. Jeez. I got one more special yeah. announcement. This will be a warm up to the January film dango Mm -hmm. be the big buildup on December 23rd we over on our discord channel we are going to celebrate Festivus at some point on December 23rd I am going to play down the episode of uh, Seinfeld that features Festivus and everyone's welcome in the discord to join in
1: I thought it was just going to be the bearing of grievances. Or that. Everyone was going to start screaming actually.
0: At each other. <laughs> that's what we'll do at the end of the episode. Then we could just have a lot of problems with you people and just let it, let it off your chest.
1: Hmm.
0: There you go. So I don't know what time it's going to be best to do that on the 23rd, but figure something out. Mm-hmm. Well, that sounds fun. It's a Wednesday and I don't know if you would be available on a Wednesday
1: um gosh, Wednesday for you is Thursday for me and Thursday for me is the 24th right. and uh I do believe that that is the first day of my winter holiday.
0: Okay. So if you're interested in getting up early on the 24th,
1: um tell me the the times and everything when they when it happens and I'll see if I can do it. Okay. It's
0: a it's a 22 minute commitment. So Hey, look at this! We best. got uh, Mr. Skewdog. What? Yes. Oh my goodness!
1: I, I really want to make fun of the situation, but I don't know if I can. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, now it's time. Now it's time. It might just be on. rude. And our first subject is get well, Melissa. So there you go. Get well, Melissa. Yeah, please. Got she had you. a big, it's... big segment on STC Pod last night. If you uh, if you saw that, but she was on it. Really? Yeah. In her bedroom.
1: I caught I, I the, um, the, uh, the in the Q dog house. That's where I get my information.
0: Yeah. Oh, there's an update over on STC pod. Hmm. The only time that they actually record an episode is just so they could beat us to the punch so we could not talk gotcha. to Melissa first. Then they, they, all, all the wind was out of the bag. Is that the right word? Is the wind out of the sails or wind out of the bag? I guess the wind's out <sighs> the of the sails. Cats sail, go out
1: right? of bags. There's, there's no, and, wind, but there's wind
0: bags. bags. There's wind bags, right? That's like Trump, a wind bag. All right. And now the wind is coming out of that bag. Wind is coming out of his sails. Yeah. So another podcast asked me to be on their show. So mm-hmm. Melissa's calling us out for not uh, uh, asking her to be on our show. Mm. Um, yeah. Sorry. I'm but never you, asked to be on any show. You, uh, you, you you said it all already on STC Pod, so there's no, no point. It's like Jay Leno. They were like Jay Leno. He used to do that. He used to like, sneak guests away from David Letterman, get them on his show first. Ooh, that's sneaky. Yeah, that's, that's STC weird. Pod for you right there. Bunch of Jay Lenos. Hmm. But it's all right. That just means we're the cool Dave Lettermans, man. We're going to be uh, throwing watermelons off of buildings and all that stuff first. Yeah. And then Melissa gives us kisses. Is there that what that is? Uh, yeah, that's a kiss with a little I heart. Gotta get glasses one of these days. Oh my goodness, you better. I need glasses too. I need to. Re- I can't read anymore. It's pretty doing sad. A, doing a yep. Fred Sanford totally. Mm-hmm. I need the, the drawer full of different glasses, and you put them right. On the yeah. Just pulling them out, wearing my glasses. Yeah. All right. Well, that's a get well, Melissa <laughs> segment. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that was a shock. But uh, you know it's uh it's getting to the point now i don't know what it's like over there in japan but here it's getting to the point where it's I, i'm starting to know more and more people who have had have it I, or had, had it
1: i was gonna say that this is the first and now i got two people that i know that have it and, and that's a first for me I, I, it's always been the you know out there somewhere yeah it's getting closer
0: yeah well in fact now it's affecting my, one of my podcasts. It affected the, the stream last weekend, it, uh, and work has been just stupid. So that's what I was going to mention before. Mm-hmm. Um, not this week. This week's been okay, but last week was like every day. I didn't know what time I was coming in. Not because people at work, some people at work did get sick, but it's also the people who they live with who get sick, and then they can't come in because mm-hmm. they got to go get a test, and then they got to wait a few days for the test results to come in. If right then they're if they're okay, then they're allowed to go back into work. Oh my goodness, these people who get sick, it's such an
1: inconvenience for you.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it is. <laughs> Actually, Sarah and I just had that that conversation because we were planning on doing uh a couple of things this weekend. Um I don't know if I should say, but um it's my birthday tomorrow. And <gasps> uh, just ignoring that. And um we were planning on not, not doing anything crazy. I mean, we we're just planning on going to uh, the store because we mm-hmm. haven't been to the store in forever. But our uh, region is in full lockdown now mm-hmm. because uh, they uh, so we're like we're Toronto adjacent. So they locked down the Toronto area. Then they locked down Peel region, which is sort of on the other side of Toronto. The problem with that is, is that nobody in those areas could shop. So what what did they do? Come to our area and shop in our area and flood our um, stores. So they brought the disease over to our stores. And now we have to go into lockdown starting Monday. Mm-hmm. So even though technically we could go out tomorrow, we'd be fine. It, it, I just know it's going to be a huge rush because it's you know you're getting close to the holiday like it is a holiday season really, mm-hmm. so everybody who has any sort of shopping to do is going to all rush to our area to get it done before this weekend before we shut down. Because then when we shut down, then they got to go up to where Bill is if they want to do any sort of in-store shopping.
1: So Don't people are done with in-store shopping. Don't know modern type people just. Uh- Flash your credit card online. Well,
0: you know the delivered to your house. The problem is is that Amazon is starting to run out of things and you're really? only option yeah. <laughs> They're nothing but a big warehouse. They, they have a lot, but there are a few things out there that I've noticed like they don't have it. It's and if you want it, you got to go to a store to get it.
1: Hmm. So well, last year you can only do your thrifting on uh, in, in person, right?
0: That's right. That was one of the stops. Because we were, we were, I hadn't been to the, the thrift store, the Mission Thrift Store, to buy CDs in three weeks. So we were oh thinking about going. Goodness. And I said, you know what? It's not that important. We don't have to go. I got, I got enough. I still haven't even done my pickup posts on my website for last month. So it's all good. Don't, don't have to worry about it.
1: It's I got some on. pickups right here.
0: Let's I'm see. By the way, go. Mrs. Q-Dog, of course, knew that it was my birthday tomorrow. Good for her. Thank you. Thank you for knowing that. And look at her
1: spamming our comment section. Like she's got nothing better to do. She doesn't.
0: (laughs) That's the only way. That is uh, 99% of our listeners. People who have nothing better to do. So don't (laughs) knock it, man.
1: Uh, That's that's where the power 30 comes from. That's right. The power 30
0: people who have nothing better to do. (laughs) And I love every single one of you. Except for Kyle. That guy's kind of. No, I'm kidding. I love Kyle.
1: Kyle's my number one fan. I'm, I'm getting a little creeped out by Kyle.
0: He put uh, he put you on the, the Cartridge Club uh, Mount Rushmore four times. Mm-hmm. That is some high praise, sir. Oh, yeah.
1: I hope all, he's not currently building it out of mashed potatoes or something.
0: All that work you've done behind the scenes for the Cartridge Club <laughs> is finally paying off. <laughs> Meanwhile, Dean's like, what do I got to do here? <laughs> That's the best part.
1: Somehow somebody slipped me a membership ring, and
0: <laughs> you answered a, your problem. Is you answered a few emails online, and that's it. You were sucked in. <laughs> oh
1: man! Uh, what else is on our outline here? Oh, oh, that was it. Yes.
0: Oh, and Melissa says oh. usually she does. She has got better things to do because she's dealing with kids. Yes, we know that. We're saying that. That's why we've never seen you here before, and now we're <laughs> seeing you here today. All you're right. usually extremely busy. But now you can somewhat enjoy this. Just taking a vacation, Whatever. I guess. That's right. Uh, so what else do we want to talk about? What oh, you, you know out?
1: what? I, well, hang on. Before that, before okay. I forget, you, you're saying you might go do something for your birthday. Happy birthday in advance. Oh, well, thank you.
0: Thank you, Sam. Uh, I'm,
1: I'm debating something myself. Uh, This isn't anything solid. It's it's a tempting thing. Uh, Over here, lockdown isn't a thing because our case numbers are much, much lower and everything is still open. Uh, Of course, cases are rising, but, you know, a fraction of of what you guys are experiencing. The new Bill and Ted movie is coming to theaters on Mm. the 18th. Theaters are still open right now. Kinda tempted,
0: because
1: mm. if the last movie I ever see in the movie theater is <laughs> Bill and Ted Three, I'd be okay with that. That's that's the way to go out. Currently, the last movie I've seen in a the theater was uh, John Wick Three, mm. which is also yeah decent. Yeah. So apparently, I only go to movies when Keanu Reeves is uh, doing something.
0: Do, is doing a, a triple. Yeah, wrapping up his triple.
1: Yeah, uh, I don't know. It's just uh, in my head, you know. I, I've been wanting to see that new movie. I know a lot of people have already seen it online.
0: You, know how, see that. you know how you know sad it is? I, I, Kyle actually uh, gifted me a download code for that Bill and Ted's movie, and I totally forgot all about it until right now. <laughs> and that was about two, three weeks ago. Sorry, Kyle. You know, a lot's been going on the last three well,
1: weeks. Well, that's it's the been... thing with those Bill and Ted movies is, you know, They're they're not the big draw. You know, it's not a a big blockbuster movie, which is why I'm tempted, because I know there's not going to be a lot of people going there, and it's only going to be open for a very short time. So I might have a safe shot, but at the same time, mm, not worth the risk.
0: Yeah. Plus, it'll be, like, available Mm. everywhere soon enough, you know. Yes,
1: that's the thing. I'm just waiting, you know. I'm the kind of guy... Like sit down with the DVD you know, and all this fancy streaming stuff.
0: Yeah.
1: Ordering things on Amazon.
0: I'm a Blu-ray guy myself. 4K, if you got it. Yeah.
1: All right. Can can we do a watch-along of that? What does that mean? Wow. Okay. I can we question. do a watch-along?
0: A watch-along. Uh, with Bill & Ted 3? Hmm. That might be an idea. Maybe maybe I'll save you from COVID if I, if I stream that. Hmm. Oh, yeah, because that's
1: being done, not streamed out to the, to the wild, right?
0: No. I wonder what kind of trouble I get in, though. Wow, who cares? Probably a lot.
1: <laughs> Alex well, Winter would show up at your house and ask I have you for to make a couple sure of bucks.
0: The code he gave me is an American code, so I'm not sure if it'll work in my territory so uh, let me i wrote it down i wrote down bill and ted here so i, I will never forget it <laughs> uh, let me check to make sure that it works and then yeah that's not a bad idea if you could stand us like possibly talking over the movie i don't know if that's oh no i don't know it I would be just that. it would be just us sitting there watching it then when a lot of talk. <laughs>
1: Yeah, maybe I should yeah. just buy it with you. didn't they release it on uh like home video yet? No, just no digital
0: ether. Yeah. Digital something. ether so far. I believe so. I don't believe it's on uh anything yet. Uh, well, maybe I'll just wait for that. Yeah. Yeah, I should be fine. Right? Broadcasting it on Fandango Discord should be okay. <clears throat> we'll see. We'll we'll see. Let let's it's the 11th. Well, let me do that uh, Seinfeld episode first and see how that goes. <laughs> time, try, yeah, yeah, try doing
1: 22 minutes first.
0: Yeah, see, see how that goes. Hmm. Yeah, you can also, pause and discuss. I'm not sure people would, would appreciate that, Melissa. I, I, with an old Seinfeld episode, yeah, or a Tubi trash, yes. But a movie that people actually want to sit and watch and not be disturbed. Uh, I don't know. Maybe they just want to sit there and see what our reactions are. I ah, that's. I did that once. It was kind of. It what? wasn't good times. I did that what once. Did I did that once un- unintentionally, to... way back in college. I sat there and watched the movie, and other and two other people just sat there and watched my reaction to
1: the oh, movie. Oh right, uh, Pulp, Pulp
0: fiction. fiction. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> it was like every two seconds. Did, did you think that was funny? And I'm like, did I, did can you I just it? watched it. the
1: line. It's coming up. <laughs>
0: yeah the watch up his ass yeah i I got it i i got it i I mean i i
1: understand people's reaction for that though because like when you watch something that you enjoy and then you see somebody else is watching it yeah for some reason that makes you enjoy it more like like if I, i was watching something the other day and i thought it was funny and it's it's not something like my wife normally watches but then she saw she started laughing and I, I was happy, you know. It's like, hey, I don't know why that makes me happier that somebody else enjoys what I'm watching, but it's content. No,
0: totally, hundred yeah. percent. That just happened to me the other day. I was watching. Uh, so I have on my PVR Operation Condor, which is a Jackie Chan movie. That right. Came over right. here, but it is in reality Armor of God two. See, they they skipped over Armor of God over here mm. in North America. They went right to Armor of God number two, but they said, we can't put out part two because nobody has seen part one in North America. So we'll just change the name and call it Operation Condor. Mm. So I had that on the PVR, and I'm like, I really want to watch the first one. So I went through, through my dark web ways to get the first one and I showed that to Sarah and she was like, she was enjoying it. And I'm like, oh, man, I'm feeling so much better because I wasn't sure mm. if she was going to like it. So she liked the Jackie Chan movie. And then we got the Operation Condor and that movie was... Really good, really hmm. awesome. It's good times. So, for my birthday, she's gonna let me watch two more Jackie Chan movies with her.
1: Oh, wow!
0: Yeah, it's gonna be good times.
1: All right, well, what do you have left? What haven't you seen? Oh, there's a ton, man. He, the guy has a
0: huge, huge catalog. Did you watch um, those drunken master movies? I watched the first one. I have it, the other ones are kind of difficult to find. <laughs>
1: It's like the sequel to steal.
0: Uh. It, well, yeah. I mean, I have them. I, I do have them, but they're not like the greatest quality. It's more like, oh, you can sit there and watch it on your computer and it'd be fine to get like a taste for it. But to blow it up on the big screen, it mm. kind of looks like ass. Right. Yeah.
1: Right. Hey, you know what? Um, that that foreigner movie. Yes. Uh, just hit my Netflix. So I might watch that.
0: I really enjoyed it. I, I really liked it. I, I I don't know if it's because I'm a Jackie Chan fanboy, but the the Pierce Brosnan stuff was kind of kind of dragged a little bit. But the other stuff with his stuff hmm. was good. Yeah. Hey, you want to see my pickups? I'm yeah, right
1: here. I um I I I go through the you know the the thrift shop DVDs and Blu-rays and stuff once in a while, but they always, I don't know, I, I got to hang up. The the pricing is still higher than I want to pay. It, yeah. It's often, you know, you find a lot of things for like 10 bucks. I was like, no, no, I, they got a section for anything that's uh, five bucks and under. And I go to there and I look and I see like five bucks and like, yeah, but it's still five bucks. And I was like, oh, okay. Depends on the movie. Sometimes it's okay. Sometimes it's not. But I've noticed that they've recently been marking some stuff down. I don't know if that's around the holidays they want to get rid of uh, things. So some stuff was popping up, good prices. And that's the only reason I bought Fantastic Four from 2005. I've heard nothing but uh, terrible things about this oh movie. My goodness! But it, it was a dollar. So that's the sweet price. A For dollar. A dollar, I'll try it out. And I did watch it already. And it's not as bad as people make it out to be. Really, it's not a very good movie. It's—I mm. I could say it's a bad movie—and there's some stupid writing and really bad decisions and clumsy CGI and all that stuff. But it's yeah, it's not—it's not awful. It's not going to ruin your day or anything. It's just okay. I didn't need to watch that. <laughs> <laughs> but that's, that's I, the only I, thing. I, I yeah. could sit through this again, though. It, it's not really. That bad. Goodness. It's it's disappointing. It's really disappointing. And you could tell they were trying to do the whole Sam Raimi style, because this was like just after Spider-Man, Spider-Man 2. Yeah. That was all popular. And they're trying to do the balance of like action comedy and pull that off. But they I don't who I don't know who did this, but he's not Sam Raimi. Yeah. Uh, Tim's story? Is that a made-up name?
0: Don't know. Rocket sauce agrees with you. He says it's not that bad. The sequel's awful. But I got to disagree with him here. It's also one of the first superhero movies. I, I, when did Spider-Man come out? That was 2000, 2001, right?
1: Spider-Man was like, yeah, 2000, 2001. So I, I time, know Spider-Man 2 was two thousand two or 3. I mean, you had Superman, you had Batman, you know bunch of those first
0: well and even in within that era you've already had two spider-man movies and two x-men movies yeah you know so i i think they should have got the formula down a little bit you
1: know yeah well they tried it seems very rushed a lot of the story you've never seen it then
0: no, and to me, it seems like one of those movies where they just got, like, they got Jessica Alba. They didn't actually put any forethought if she could play the invisible woman, right? Right. Same yeah. thing with uh, Michael Chiklis. Oh, he sort of looks like Ben Grimm. Let's get that guy in the movie. But he's like a, Michael Chiklis is like a I, tiny guy, isn't he? Like,
1: Yeah, the thing comes off kind of small. I mean, he's like regular humans. And yeah. yeah, Michael Chiklis is he's not the, the guy. Yeah. the commish. That's right. What was that other show he did? The SHIELD, where he was like a tough
0: commish. Uh yeah, that's right. That's right. He was probably in the SHIELD uh, then. I never saw yeah, Captain
1: America is the human torch. Which is strange because when did that Captain America movie come out? The the
0: latest one? Like the
1: the like when when did what's his name? Chris Evans? Yeah. When did he do like his first appearance as Captain America? That was I like was, late, late 2000, like
0: I think 2010-ish.
1: And the like this this was 2005. So yeah. the sequel like 2007 or yeah. 8. So he jumped right into yeah. another yeah. Marvel get, get into something better
0: something. Good for him. I remember good. there was some controversy when he was announced as Captain America because of his human torch role. Right, because he plays a bit of a, a a dink, right? Like he's well, he's
1: he's honestly like the best and worst part of this movie. He's he's the worst because the way the character is written, he's super obnoxious and constantly like fast talking in your face. Mm. But at the same time, as an actor, he seems to be enjoying himself more than anyone else. So he's trying <laughs> hard with what he was given. So I don't know it those are like if you cut out a bunch of the human torch like uh hey look at me i'm a crazy wild guy kind of scenes and added a little more character development and story you could have had a slightly better movie yeah
0: yeah Yeah.
1: and the the end fight scene is like okay fire and water there you go where they fight tricked him
0: Uh
1: was dr doom oh right that's right dr doom and it It's just so lame. I don't know who came up with that.
0: No one's ever said anything good about any of those movies, so I've never like I've seen bits and pieces on TV, and like I'll watch like two seconds of it.
1: Yeah, that's true. I I can't really say anything good about it, but it's not it's not awful. (laughs) I don't know. But speaking of which, I also got the uh, the Avengers. Look at that! Oh, nice Avengers one and two. There, you got some good movies. And you're not going to believe this. No. <laughs> I got the Logan. Oh, the movie I hate. <laughs> um, good, I got these because they one. were like a, a buy two, get one free. And that's what they had. So Nice. I am kind of curious to watch Logan again and see if I've mellowed on it. I still think it's not the way to end an X-Men franchise. I like it. I, I think it's good. I, I think, think it was the whole, you know, let's fight for equality. Let's fight for humans and mutants coming together. Not just everybody dies and is miserable. That Where's that optimistic
0: conclusion. future? That perfect. Were fighting for For, I for Wolverine. Yeah. I mean, you got to know that he, he was going to end up tragically. He's been, a, he's a tragic character. Yeah. Tragic but ending. It, Tragic for Wolverine. Fine. But it's like. All everything else
1: for Xavier and the X Men is just like they're all mm-hmm. toast. Everything's gone.
0: Yeah, it's uh, the way it goes. Man. Sometimes entertain three the pants off. There you three go. Three amigos. Now there that has go. A, a happy ending. Uh, I had so, to save that for so the So like end. the wind. We should do that as a film dango. That we need to. We would need a whole month of film dango. just to and cover have, three. Have amigos. Eric on. We'd have to uh, dedicate. Every week of the month to an amigo and then uh El Guapo to round out the fourth <laughs> one.
1: We'd have a plethora of film dango's <laughs>
0: Uh yeah, no, that's good. I gotta pick up two uh from a long time ago, actually. It's just here because I haven't filed it yet. Uh but I picked this up the last time I was at the thrift store a few weeks ago. It still has a sticker on it, but I only grabbed it because it was three dollars. Ooh, that's a good dollar. That's a good price, $3. And it's the 20th anniversary edition of the Transformers movie.
1: Oh, look at that. Have you ever even seen
0: that? Well, yeah. When you were a kid. I I watched it once when I was a kid, and then I can't remember why we watched it maybe about five years ago. And it's not good. It's not a good movie. It's not a good movie at all. But I mean, I opened it up and I was like, look at that
1: that is pretty nice little unicron on it what what's the the second disc like what are all the features you get in this
0: 20th 30th 30th anniversary 20th anniversary
1: it's
0: a dvd uh let me get my flashlight here so i can read it that's how bad my eyes are uh,
1: nope i can read it how, how dark is it in that room
0: that's why I got this flashlight, so I don't have to do the you old man.
1: Carry that around
0: with you. Well, now it's here, so I can read stuff. <laughs> that's a, that's how bad it is. Age nice. sucks, man. Uh, you get the widescreen version of the movie Autobot wow. Matrix of Knowledge commentary with Neil Shin, who the director S H I N. Movie had a director Nielsen Shin. Uh, more commentaries, TV spots. Full screen version of the movie. Oh, I guess if you wanted to watch it on a CRT. Yeah. Uh, Autobot city trivia game, new feature. ets just a ton of them. Promotional trailer. There's a bunch of stuff on here.
1: Bunch of stuff. You're not going to watch or never. listen to
0: never, never, absolutely. Never.
1: I agree with you. Uh, that movie. Uh, when I was a kid is like, Hey, you know, transformers. It's a movie. Great. Whatever. And I never saw it in the theater. I saw it. um, They did a thing where they would play it when they were playing Transformers, the show. They took the movie and chopped it into miniature sections. And they had this. uh, It was like Optimus Prime, like a stop motion Optimus Prime that was holding like a little boy in his hand. And he was telling him the story.
0: Oh, yeah, it was (laughs) weird.
1: Like a little a little like um, bookend to yeah. that section of the movie. Like, that oh, sounds
0: vaguely it, familiar. I probably it, saw the same thing. I'm
1: sure if you look it up on YouTube, you might like, hey yeah, yeah. I can't remember that. I but, saw um, it. Oh, go ahead. I was just gonna say uh when I was a kid, I was like, yay, movie. And then when I was maybe late teens, early twenties, I wanted to get a copy of it. And it was out of print. Uh, this was before the DVD came out and everything. So I had to order a VHS copy from Canada because only Canada had it. Wow. Yes. Go Canada. And then I watched it and I, I forgot all about the swearing in that movie. There's swearing? Yeah. Oh, wow. There's a, there's a big S-bomb in there. Really? It's, right on. <laughs> maybe that's on your feature <laughs> Ed. What in the world were they thinking?
0: Yeah. Put that in. Uh, well, I first saw the movie when I, I only watched it once when I was a kid and it was at a birthday party and I had no idea what Transformers was. I, I had never heard of it um, mm. because my my television only went up to channel 13 and uh, the show aired on some channel that went was above 13 somewhere up there. So all the some of the other kids knew of it, but I had never heard of it. So that was my first exposure to Transformers. Was that? And then finally, some channel did air it only on Sunday mornings uh, at ten thirty in the morning. So we had to make sure that church, or maybe it was ten o'clock, had to make sure that church wrapped up quick so we can run home and watch Transformers. And I never see outside the intro to Transformers for the longest time because we we'd miss the opening. It's lame. The whole song and everything like that, like you would yeah. hear it in the commercials, but uh, to see it in the. On the yeah.
1: show, sorry, Transformers fans, but that uh, show intro and song is pretty lame, and movie doesn't hold up.
0: So, spoiler. So, just gonna give you some spoilers for the Transformers movie. So, I'm remembering the right one, right? This is the one where Optimus Prime has the thing in his chest, and they pull it out, and he dies. The Autobot Matrix of Leadership. And then the. The minivan takes over, right? He becomes the boss. Hot rod, yeah. he, he's
1: more of a sports car. And then after he becomes the boss, yeah, he the mini, like a minivan, a, like an RV.
0: He looks like a minivan to me. Uh, Cause you remember those old Odyssey minivans, like the the, the Dodge, nose. yeah, the really long nose. That's how they built them. That's what he looked like. Kinda,
1: but he's red. Yes, and he's uh, Judd Nelson.
0: But I remember that was really like watching out those prime die. I don't think I've ever seen that in a cartoon before where a character dies like that Yeah. Um, because I, my parents would never, I never got to see the Disney movies. I mean, people die in Disney movies all the time.
1: Oh, left and right. The parents got to go.
0: Yeah. Right off the bat. Mm-hmm. Kill them off. Baby's mom. Gone. Boom.
1: You ever see the GI Joe movie? I don't think so. It's better than the transformers movie, but don't, don't, don't,
0: <laughs> That's don't a little take bar. that as
1: an endorsement.
0: Well, I, never, I still have not seen much of the Transformers cartoon. Or sorry, the uh, G.I. Joe cartoon. Because again, I haven't seen that the cartoon one. since
1: I was a kid. I I'm, I, want to say I liked it more than um, Transformers. Um, there are elements, there are parts of the movie that I still enjoy. Uh, it's got a really awesome intro. It makes you just, like, want to pump your fist and, like, salute that flag and everything but
0: mm,
1: don't know maybe it. not you but uh
0: <laughs> well I, I just i don't <laughs> know it i i the most of that cartoon i have seen are those early internet meme videos the pork chop sandwiches and the what pork chop sandwiches you know all that stuff right you've never no. seen those but they take uh so it, this is like in the early days or early internet videos. They would take those, you know, at the end of the G.I. Joe cartoon, they would do PSA segments. Yeah. Because that was part
1: of. Now we know. And knowing is half the battle.
0: Right. And that was to cover their, because uh, they had to have some sort of educational part in the TV show, right? In order right. to get on air, because it covered some sort of uh, FCC regulation. If you want to play your war show for the kids, exactly. you better tell Put them something not to the pet stray dogs at the end so there was a guy i don't know if it was a guy or a bunch of guys i don't i don't know exactly where it originated from but they took those things and they would they would cut them up and they would either cut them up in a way that they'd be hysterical or they would do voiceovers over top of them they would be hysterical just look up sometime this week gi joe pork chop sandwiches i'm sure that it's like They were like little small segments because, you know, the Internet at the beginning with the video, it had to be something really short. Right. But people on YouTube have put them all together into one thing and you can just watch the whole thing and have a good time. Pretty funny.
1: Okay. Am I going into like.
0: It's very silly. No, no, I
1: mean, is this I feel like when I go to YouTube, I go to, you know, what I'm what I'm interested in. I go to specific channels for my, my targets. Right. Yeah. But then there's the people, the casual YouTube viewer, the reason we got all these, like, you know, 5 million view dog falling in a toilet or something videos. And I imagine that's what the casual YouTube viewer does. They just, they go to YouTube and it's like, I'm not looking for anything. Just show me what's popular. Show me what's funny. Yeah. So it's like, it it feels like, is that what I'm going to be watching now? Is this just, I don't the, know. I mean, this stuff is years old. It's
0: like fifteen years old at this point, you know. So,
1: uh, I, you know, I, hate, I hate when those like viral videos kind of show up in my feed. It's something I'm not, like I'm not even like, guess. why is this on here? But it's got fifty eight million views.
0: Oh, okay. Don't worry about it. You'll be fine. Yeah. Just watch the those GI Joe things. They're funny. Pork chop sandwiches. Pork okay. chop sandwiches. Yes. Okay. I uh, just want to talk a little bit about the. Cartridge Club charity stream and congratulate everybody for the awesome work that they uh, did this weekend. Bunch of streamers, specifically uh, Derek, uh, DJ 2 and Retro Pixel James, who did all the work behind the scenes mm-hmm. uh, to make the CC charity event for uh, it's extra life for kids, sick kids in uh, Halifax, and uh, we reached our goal, raised uh, three thousand, over three thousand dollars. I'm not, not sure exactly how much because there was some late donations, and then there, there were some matching donations. Um, there were some, like, if you donated at a certain time, that they would match it. Uh, Derek actually did a really generous thing. Any amount of money that was donated during his section uh, of four hours while he was streaming, he would match it up to $500. And he did reach that goal. Oh, my um, goodness. Yeah. Um, Dean
1: did that as well, didn't he?
0: No? No. Dean didn't even stream, yeah. or
1: maybe, well, maybe it was I maybe I'm getting my D's confused. I remember seeing a posting saying I'm, I'm matching. Maybe it was Derek. yeah, it was
0: Derek. I'm, yeah. of, I'm sorry, it was Derek. And yes, Rocket Sauce, we did. If you take into account the the matching, because only there was uh, half of the matching had come in, so we were within the the goalpost, if you will, if the the third part of the matching comes in. That makes any sense whatsoever so there was so during derek's stream there was like if you donated a dollar there was three dollars donated right (laughs) because he matched and then his workplace matched right so uh with that he put in his into the pot and we're just waiting for his work to put theirs into the pot so once that happens we've reached our goal yes yes and rocket sauce raised a ton of dough as well right at the end He deserves all the credit for for that. It was, uh, no, but it was good. It was a lot of fun. Again, it was, every time one of these happened. you know, like you sit there and you end up, you start off with Musty Hobbit. And then before you know it, it's, you know, it's on a Friday night where you start with Musty. Before you know it, it's Sunday at four and and Brian is wrapping it up. It it always flies by for us, you know, and uh, we can't always sit and watch everything because you got to doing some stuff during the weekend. But you catch as much as you can. And uh, Sarah and I did uh, our eight hours, eight hours, our four hours at eight o'clock on Saturday morning and had good time. It was fun. Breakfast
1: burritos in hand.
0: That's right. Did you see that? Did you see my clip?
1: I saw that part. I, I poked in here and there when I could on the weekend. I did Very see nice. you uh, eating your, your burrito. Yeah. I uh, see so you still got your Bud Light hat there.
0: That's right. Uh, and it's here, not as a prop. It's because I just haven't put it away yet of course yes Mm -hmm. because it's there out of sheer laziness just have not put it away Uh,
1: i'm sure it's going to be june or july when those lights finally come down
0: yeah at least (laughs) i might keep them up all year round just get rid of the snow
1: party every day
0: yeah just keep the keep the lights going why not
1: you need them for reading too Anyway. that's
0: what my flashlight is for (laughs) not a flashlight bill flashlight man uh okay so did you listen to uh the latest retro nonsense podcast
1: i didn't i saw it was up it's episode four
0: i believe yes and it's all about uh christmas and uh because stc pod does not do podcasts anymore we need another podcast to rip off of so um i'm gonna rip off that podcast why not and talk about our christmas memories so this is a Christmas, salute. Those
1: Christmas tips and tricks. What do you mean?
0: Memories? Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, I didn't want to put Christmas memories in the title because that just sounded stupid. So I want tips and tricks. Okay. Uh, well, I do have some tips and tricks, though. For, I got for a tip. If you're a kid. Trick, uh, okay. Go ahead. Okay. What's your tip? Oh, I'll
1: go back. Here, this is perfect because it's video game related, so people won't bail out. Um, one year... Uh, my my mom and my aunt decided to get uh, game boys for me and my cousin uh, i was lucky yeah that, that that is the only video game system i was ever given as a gift everything else i had to work for and save my money like when i got my nintendo my genesis whatever but uh one year they decided all right we're gonna get the Systems and uh, and some games and stuff like that, and I kind of knew it was coming. I don't, I forget why. Maybe I overheard some conversations, but I knew it was coming. So I started snooping around, and I knew where my mom uh, hid the presents in our house. And she had this little section of the closet where she thought they were they were secret and hidden away. But I knew where it was, and I was really curious. I couldn't uh, hide the temptation to go in and peek. So I found where everything was and I I knew the dimensions of Game Boy game boxes, the little squares. So I found those and I knew they must've been the games. And I, I wanted to know what kind of game I was getting. So I took a knife and I started to cut the tape along the seams so that I could open up the package, pull the game out, see what it was, slide it back in, fold it, and then put a new piece of tape directly over it to to mask any mm-hmm. you know shenanigans. So I did that. I opened them up and I saw that I was getting a copy of Home Alone. Oh sorry yeah. about that. Yeah. <laughs> so was I. And my cousin, <laughs> she was getting a copy of this thing called Mousetrap Hotel. Another on the cool NES. One. On the Game Boy. Oh on the Game Boy. Okay. On the Game Boy, yeah so um i i saw that i was getting the home alone and uh i was like i I don't want this this game looks like garbage um and the mousetrap hotel wasn't anything too exciting either but i figured i'd want that more so i taped them back up and i swapped the name tags so that i was getting the the uh the mouse one and then christmas morning stuff goes out i open up my present and I, I open up the game, like, all right, I got this mouse game. And I, I could feel my mom, like, over my shoulder, like, ch- double checking the name tag. Like, what's going on here? And, and she just like, oh, I guess I made a mistake and put the wrong one on. But she, uh, you know, nobody, nobody said anything. And I got my mouse game. And it was, it was terrible. You had to, like, run around popping bubbles with your tail. But then I went out and I bought Quarth. You know the game Quarth? No. It's a puzzle game where you shoot. It, it kind of looks like almost a Tetris thing. These blocks are coming down. And you have to shoot blocks into the open spaces to create like a perfect square or rectangle. Okay. And then they disappear. That's a fun game.
0: That sounds like a good Game Boy game. It It's a
1: good, yeah. It was an excellent Game Boy game. It was, it was also released on the Famicom, but not the NES. But the Game Boy version is better. Hmm. So if you're out there, play Quartz. That, that's my them. tip. Uh, tape over the tape that you cut, so your parents won't know.
0: Very good. Well, I got I got some tips and tricks, but they come after a big long story, because uh, of course, why not? Why am I here? Uh, they were they were talking on the Retro Nonsense podcast so about the time that they uh, discovered that there was no Santa Claus. Do you remember when? Like did your parents sit down and have the talk with you? Okay,
1: or? Um, I gotta be careful to say this because I think my kids oh, are still asleep. That's right. I don't want any oh, things going through the door. There we could use
0: code but, well, Easter Bunny.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, to the best of my recollection, I never believed in SC. Okay. Uh, as far as I know, I never believed. I just always knew that it, it was my mom. Right. And I never fought against it or, you know, questioned it. I, it's just that's that's what it was. Mm. I don't think there was ever a big uh, push from my mom or, or anyone else of like, oh, you know, here comes Santa and all that. I mean, we did the cookies and milk thing. And I remember one time I specifically did my best to stay up. Like I slept on the couch uh, near the tree and I, I tried my best to stay up all night. Cause I wanted to see when she was coming. I wanted to see like when, when the uh, <laughs> the present drop was going to happen. Right. And I, I fell asleep. I missed it, but oh. um, I don't I, I just never, I never bought into that,
0: you but kids... I do,
1: I, I do push it for my kids though.
0: You're, do you feel like you missed out on anything, though, for not? Uh... I,
1: it, it's what it was. You know, that's that's how it was. That's the only thing I can compare it to is what my experience, you know. Right. I suppose it would have been fun because I remember uh, being at school and, you know, <laughs> Santa came and took pictures with everybody. And it was like, it was this guy's lap I got to sit on, you know.
0: Did any like any other kids like? Did you ever say anything to them like, "Hey, you know, Sam's not real, right?" Like, you're no,
1: you know, no. I wasn't like the mean kid who wanted to, you know, spoil it for anyone
0: else. And right. yeah, nice. I, I don't know. Nice. Well, okay. For me, yeah. uh, so I remember, I remember the year. It was, uh, it was 1982. So I had just turned six years old. Okay. You know, because. You know my birthday's close to uh christmas and um so i'll i'll fast forward i'll, I'll rewind a little bit to the uh, end of summer of nineteen eighty two i was um my neighbors uh had a a camper and they would take it out uh you know all summer long you know go camping whenever they they felt like it or whatever and uh their their kids were a little older than me right I was young and they were you know their youngest was ten you know uh and then they're um his like that was, i was sort of friends with the next-door neighbor kid because he was you know he was closer to my age and then they had like two teenage uh girls um which by the way they used to uh sunbathe in the backyard those are good times those are good days my bedroom window in a good spot anyways um what was i talking about oh yeah i don't know you're fantasizing
1: about little kids now I don't know. <laughs>
0: Hey, I was a little. It, it, <laughs> uh, I guess it's creepy now, right? The age, and that's it, it's creepy now. I mean, it was innocent, fun, and innocent when I was uh, young. But, anyways, so um, they would take this camper, drive it around, and then at the end of the the season, you know, uh, you know, beginning, uh, late, end of August, beginning of September, he would park it in the backyard and let us kids uh, uh, play around, like play in the, like pretend that it was a camper because he would be cleaning it out and all that stuff. And um, the ten-year-old had a uh, an Atari set Whoa. up inside the camper. Nice. And I had never seen anything like this before, and an Atari, and they were playing this brand new game called Pitfall. Ooh! Little guy can run across the screen and all that, and I I never seen anything like this. It was mind blowing at the time. Uh, so. Um, uh, I, I, was just like, that's what I wanted for Christmas. I, I, like, I ran home, like after playing, I played that and a few other games. I can't remember. I just, I really remember playing Pitfall and ran home telling my parents, Atari is like the greatest thing ever. I wanted Atari so bad. I, I want Atari, whatever you do. That's, that's what I want for Christmas. Um, so, you know, I asked for it for my birthday. I didn't get it for my birthday, but I was okay. I was okay that I didn't get it for my birthday because I knew Santa was going to bring it mm-hmm. to me. Right. So when I did my list of Santa, it was like the number one thing. Atari, I want the Pitfall game, and uh, whatever other games, whatever. I don't care about anything else. I, just, I want an Atari so bad. So uh, Christmas Day comes, and I'm like, this is the day I'm going to get my Atari. So I, I run out and uh, open up all my presents, and there was not an Atari there. Instead, what I got was a uh, train set. hey train set's pretty good cn cn rail red engine train set and i was disappointed i was bummed out i'm like what is with santa i put i thought i was good i thought i was good all year i thought i was doing well i was passing my my classes and you know being good to my sister and helping out with the, the cleaning up around the house every weekend what did i do wrong how come i didn't get this Atari that I wanted so badly, why did I get a train set? And so my parents saw that I was upset, and my mom explained to me, well, look, Santa knows you better than you know yourself. And Santa knows that you will get so much more enjoyment out of this train set than you would ever get from an Atari. So don't worry about the Atari. It's just i Santa's like, okay, sure. That's a
1: decent play sure to your mom's yeah. credit
0: okay train set like i don't know anything about a train set i didn't know i wanted one but maybe i do maybe i really want a train set and my dad was like you know in the basement he's like yeah we'll set up the spot right here in the basement for your train set and you'll be able to make things for it and all that and i was like okay oh well, this sounds like a good thing so yeah. i was fine i was fine all all christmas got up on boxing day i don't know if you have boxing in the states but here in canada we have boxing day and got up i ate my breakfast i was all good. Good. Good, still good. Then it was time to go outside and play. So I go outside and play, and I meet up with the neighborhood kids. Hey, what did you get for Christmas? Well, I got an Atari. What did you get? I got an Atari. What did you get? Everybody got an Atari. (laughs) Everyone got an Atari. Even the bad kid down the street, Jason LaVarro, used to beat me up all the time, got an Atari. He not only got an Atari, but he got the soundtrack to Rocky III with Survivor, the, the Eye of the Tiger on there. So I was crushed. Right. I'm like, oh, I can't believe everyone got an Atari. And then of course the kids see that. And then they pounce on oh, that's because Santa doesn't like you. <laughs> Obviously you didn't get an Atari because Santa hates you. If he liked you, he would have got you an Atari, but he did not get an Atari because mm-hmm. Santa hates you. You're just a terrible kid. It's actually a British thing. Boxing day is actually a British thing. We're a British colony or we were so. And we carried that over. So that's it. I go back home and I am in tears. I'm like, I don't know what what story you came up with, mom. But all the kids told me they all got an Atari. Even the bad kid down the street who beats me up got an Atari. And I did not get an Atari. So I don't know what's going on. I am am crushed. So that's when my parents brought me into into my room. They didn't want my sister to hear. And uh, they said, Look, there's, there's no Santa Claus. Santa Claus, is, we got you the, the train set. And we thought that you would like it more than Atari. So that's why uh, you got a train set. It's got nothing to do with Santa. There is no Santa. So that was, like, mind-blowing. I, I could not believe that. But then, after, after I was consoled for about five seconds, then I got the riot. <laughs> I got the riot act. You do not say anything to your sister. Your sister is only two years old. She is going to have a childhood where she believes in Christmas, and you are not going to be the person who ruins it for her. All right. I won't say anything to anyone. I'll keep my mouth shut. But it's okay. It's okay. This is my childhood, man. This is my childhood. Let me tell you. Oh my god! So, so I can.
1: Should
0: we wrap up the show here? Is that it? We're done. We did an hour. That's... Oh my god. I haven't even got to my tips and tricks yet don't worry I got my revenge I got my revenge
1: (laughs) oh man she's gonna have a good (laughs)
0: child oh yeah you're not gonna ruin it for her it's not my responsibility I'm in charge I have to now make sure that nobody spoils Santa Claus for my sister It's now my job. Oh, so uh, as oh, as man. the years <laughs> by like like my sister Claire just every year, like oh yeah, I believe in Santa, and I have to ask, like, so you still believe in you? You're still good with the Santa? Oh, I love Santa Claus. Santa Claus is greatest. You know, and this went on for years. It was like a decade, a decade long wait before I could I could get my revenge. Oh. And now we're getting into the tips and tricks. So finally, my sister turns, oh yeah, twelve. And she finally, like, gives up this Santa Claus business, right? She's like, yeah, yeah, I know there's no, there's no, no Santa Claus. I'm like, all right, now we can have some fun on, on Christmas morning. Because this is the other thing my parents used to do is they would not put up with, like, any business of getting up at 5 o'clock in the morning to open Christmas gifts, right? There was no running mm. to the tree and opening up stuff uh, early in the morning. We had to wait until 8 o'clock. Eight, eight o'clock 8 is Christmas time. Okay. Eight a.m. is Christmas time. We'd have to wait. Christmas doesn't exist before eight a.m. No, the parents would get up. They'd make a coffee. They'd sit down, and then we could open up Christmas gifts. We'd have to wait. Did you have to
1: like walk orderly to the tree? Sit down? No, so no. Have a present? No. Placed before you? No. Carefully. We just open. Were not
0: like we, we could get up when you can watch TV or something like that, but you better not touch any. Of the Christmas presents. <laughs> Don't touch them. you got to wait. Don't pick them up and shake them or anything like that. you got to wait. So now that uh, my sister knew that there was no such thing as Santa Claus. This was the other thing, too, is that it would hang over her head, over my sister's head, that if we did touch them, then Santa was going to come and take all the presents away. Mm. So my, like, I could not get my sister to do anything, right? I could not get her to touch it. or anything. No, because Santa's going to take the presents away. Not my parents. Santa's gonna take the parents up, So finally, you know, she's about 12, after a decade, now we can start having some fun. So here's my tips and tricks for kids ah. there that wanna <clears> get their <throat> parents up early in the morning. So we had a few, few good ones. Um, so one morning, uh, my dad, so we had a, an electric uh, smoke detector in the house. It was hooked up directly to the electricity, right? It got, okay. fa- it got faulty one year. I can't remember the exact order these are in what we did. But so my dad put in a battery one, and this was like an early battery smoke detector where it just, I don't know, it would suck the battery out all the time and it would chirp all the time. He hated the thing, right? But the awesome thing about the battery one is it had had a button on it. If you held down the button, the smoke detector would go off, right? Mm-hmm. So one year we got up early and uh grabbed a, a broom. Mm-hmm. and got that broom right up to the, mm-hmm. the smoke detector and held that button in. And there it goes, beep, 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 beep. Hear my parents get up, <laughs> run back into our rooms, run back into bed. Oh, what's going on with the smoke detector? <laughs> <laughs> Did it just go off again? Oh, it's so stupid. Well, we're up now. We might as well open our Christmas gifts. <laughs> so that's my tip number one.
1: I, I imagine that's the kind of thing you can only pull off once.
0: Yes, yeah, so you got to switch it up. You can't do yeah. it. You can't. Do, well, I mean, by the next year, I think my dad replaced the smoke detector with something a little more reliable. You got to be flexible with this stuff, okay? You can't mm-hmm. just. You got to think outside the box. So uh, the next time, another time, uh, my parents used to keep. My parents were notoriously cheap too. They they would never have like like a notepad, you know. They would never mm. uh, or sticky notes or anything like that. What they would do is they would get like our homework. And flip it around, and they would use the back end of our home. Oh, yeah. That would, that would be know, the, the scrap, whole time. scrap paper, <clears throat> right? You can't throw stuff out either, right? No. Um, so they had, like, a stack. Like, it would just build up. We had so much, you know, it was the 80s and paper. There was no, uh, you know. They weren't even recycling then. No, you know, and dude. it was all, you know, uh, photostat papers and all that. So uh, they would have, like, a stack of that. So we, my sister and I grabbed a stack of that. We go by the the tree, and then we just start ripping the paper. Oh, oh my God. Look what you got. Oh, my God. Look what I got. Oh, my God. Look what Mom and Dad got. My mom comes running in the living room. Let's go about it. Oh, we're just playing with scrap paper, Mom. Well, you're up now. We might as well open up some Christmas presents. That's pretty good. Yeah, it it was good times. Mm -hmm. and uh what was it there was one more like
1: was this um were you still fairly young when you were
0: doing this no i was like like Like, my sister was 12 (laughs) so i would have been like 14 or 15 okay yeah all right
1: yeah this seems like a a little more thought out than oh yeah yeah no i was never that clever
0: i was never that clever as a kid i'm not even that clever now i don't even know how i came up with that stuff um what was he? Uh, so there's one more, and I'm blanking on it now. Oh, damn. Those are the two really good ones, though. Hmm. Uh, like I say, this, this yeah.
1: really does explain a whole lot about your personality. <laughs> the whole hoarding of games, oh, trying to get what was taken from your childhood, yes, you know, you're the trauma. That was what... The fact that you string up Christmas lights around your
0: Atari games there, there's a whole connection going on look i had a conversation not too long ago with duke about nostalgia Mm -hmm. i I have a feeling duke had a terrific childhood because he's always trying to go back whereas i'm trying to escape i'm trying to get away from that childhood as much as possible not that my parents were entirely horrible or bad or anything like that they just had their ways and there was no way of bucking that like there's just they were it was just set and there was no they were like the terminator you couldn't reason with them they were just gonna mm-hmm. come at you until they got you you know mm-hmm. um so anyways but you mm-hmm. know i had some i had some good gifts like my fate my my sister reminded me like uh one of the best christmas gifts that i ever got uh was castle grayskull cool. that was a good christmas Nice. that mm-hmm. was like we got that and uh, i got a couple of figures i can't remember which ones but and my sister got a couple of figures and yeah, that was good times, because He-Man was like the big show on TV. It was on mm-hmm. at 4 o'clock at, right after school, um, and that was good times.
1: So. I never got Castle Grayskull, but I did have Snake Mountain.
0: That was awesome, too. I had a I had a friend who had Castle Grayskull, Snake Mountain, and you remember they had the the Horde, Hordak? Hordak from She-Ra, yeah. He, yeah, came a little later, and he had like some little play set with a with you put a rubber glove on. And there was like a the spider, wasn't that in um
1: wasn't it wasn't a, a spider.
0: Mountain? No no on Snake Mountain. This was in like a Hordak horde playset. set. I
1: don't know. Snake Mountain, I remember it had the um like a little microphone thing. Yes, like a little weasel looking mic thing. Yeah. And, and I thought that out? One had like a hand puppet thing too. Oh well,
0: mm-hmm. maybe it did. Yeah.
1: Maybe it's been a long time.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Those good times. Well he man awesome
1: yeah, oh, we're uh year by year, we're just peeling away the layers of Kevin just to see what's really in there. <laughs> yeah.
0: I hope my mom doesn't watch this episode. <laughs> does she often go into these? No, no, but sometimes you know stuff slips by on uh slips out on Facebook and voice always, always a little concerned,
1: huh <sighs> that that was uh. That was eye opening.
0: Yeah, it, was, it
1: woke me up.
0: I can't remember. That there was that, uh, There was another one. I'm, I'm blanking on it. Oh, well, it probably wasn't that good. I should have just said there was only two.
1: <laughs> well, um, what was today? I,
0: when are we doing
1: the film dango? When are we doing the Hanks film dango?
0: Oh my goodness,
1: that's a good question. Because we have essentially two more weekends, and then we're we're hitting New Year's
0: already. Hey. I guess we're doing it next week. <clears throat> we got to do it next week cuz I don't know if we'll do one I mean it true that uh coming up on Christmas. Um yeah.
1: well, yeah, cuz that our normal recording time would be after Christmas for me, but on Christmas for you. Yeah. And that's,
0: you know. I mean, I could record on Christmas. We're not going anywhere. We're not <clears> doing <throat> anything. Everyone's I gifts have it. been sent. Everyone's got what they needed, so you're not going to sit down and play with your train set no <laughs> no i did pay my dad back and got him a train set later on never used it though <laughs> <laughs> i
1: got an uncle who's really big into train sets and uh all, all my um all the kids in my family like my uh nieces and nephews and all that and cousins they all get train sets from them but because i'm far away i don't get
0: one yeah my next-door neighbor one. is huge into train sets sometimes uh <clears throat> get a miss directed package to our door and it's some i should ask him to take me in there sometime and show me his train sets but he has his elderly dad with him mm-hmm. right now and that's not a good thing with the covid right uh is santa rocket sauce has, is santa J- japanese santa japanese in japan is santa japanese in japan
1: santa is santa around the
0: world and like there's a black santa Oh, now I, that, think he, I think he's asking what his of. nationality <clears throat> is in Japan. No,
1: that that is something else that apparently... <clears throat> okay, another conversation here, because this... I actually had this uh, talk with my wife not too long ago, uh, which, which, you know, we've been doing the Santa thing for years now, but um, the, the other... <sighs> oh my god, I'm trying to wrap my head around this. A few weeks back... Uh, she's explaining something to my kids about Santa, and she's like, um, "You know, you better be good because uh, if you're not careful, Black Santa's gonna come." And <laughs> I, I heard that. And I was like, "What did you just say?" And 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 I pulled her off into another room. I'm like, what did you just say to them? And she's like, "You know, if they're not good, Black Santa's gonna come." I'm like. what? That is like the most racist thing you could possibly say. What are you? What, what are you talking about, Black Santa? And she's and she said, you know, there's there's um, Santa, and then there's Black Santa, which I guess is a common term in Japan. I had never heard of it before, meaning like dark Santa or evil Santa, the yeah. anti yeah. Santa. That you know, if you're good, Santa comes and will bring you a present. If you're bad then black Santa comes and leaves you something terrible. Like, like, gotcha. In America, it was always the Santa brings coal for, you know, bad kids, but there's Santa. And so when I explained you know, the phrasing of black Santa, then, you know, I was like, oh, okay, I get what you mean there. And then we had to have a little talk. Gotcha. Yeah. All right. But apparently, that's a thing. I I had never, somehow, I had never heard of that uh, before this year.
0: Me neither. Yeah. Learning all sorts of stuff here today. Brian knows all about it. Krampus?
1: Krampus, that, that, I had never heard of that until uh, the office. And then now, I guess, because of that, it's become this big thing. Everyone likes talking about this Krampus. I don't even remember. What that I, I
0: don't really <clears> remember. <throat> Was it? Uh, I I stopped watching The Office like maybe a year before uh, Michael left the show. <clears throat> Steve Carell's
1: show. Don't say anything because I still haven't finished that show. I I, mm. I saw up until I, I even have like the box sets and they're still sealed. Wow, I saw somewhere through season six, and I think it went to season nine. So there's like three and a half seasons that I haven't seen. Of that I, show. I remember
0: the show was spinning its wheels by the end of it. Like it, that, the thing with that show is that they stuck to that 22 episodes, 24 episodes a season, which is just way, way too much for a show like that. For a show like Sanford and son, where you got the three cameras and you're just like going and you're, you could shoot like three episodes in a day right. kind of thing. Sure. But when you're doing a camera, one camera show like that, geez, that's a lot of content to write hmm. for and everything.
1: I think the first season was a short one. Just like...
0: Uh, Might have been, yeah.
1: 13 episodes, episodes or
0: whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. <clears throat> Anyways, um, we talked about Fantastic Four. Uh, just want to mention uh, Under Siege, uh, I did not in- enjoy that movie. Um, Shocking. Thank you for uh, making me buy that. I, was, I
1: did not make you buy it. Not Man. you, I'm
0: talking I'm everyone. I'm talking to everyone now who says that movie's good. I did you think that it
1: started better than it finished or it was just flat the whole time?
0: No, no, it was like, there was some potential, you know, I'm like, okay, the, the cheese with the, uh, Seagal, you know, he can't really act, but you know, we can have some fun here and that. And then it just kind of just,
1: it, it, there's a noticeable drop off. Yeah. Uh, I think for me, I I'm good with the movie until, he 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 rescues like his comrades, like the the others, and then uh-huh. it becomes like this goofy group of yeah. let's go around, and that's yeah. where it just like nose dives. But yeah. I, the first forty five minutes or so of that movie, I I am genuinely entertained, yeah. and then it just it becomes Steven Seagal. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I mean, Sarah really enjoyed it. Uh-huh. She was having fun the knife it. fight at the end. I enjoyed. That, that was fun. I just, I, I just, it's no, like, it was sold to me as Die Hard on a Boat. Everyone says it's Die Hard on a Boat. And this, the movie's no Die Hard, man. There's no, like, Die Hard is like a well thought out action film where there's like I, was, I was watching Die
1: Hard last night because I'm doing my, my Christmas <laughs> run. And uh, I was just thinking of just how well executed bits of information are. Like, <clears throat> every little thing is a nice setup and payoff um you know the the putting down the the picture frame when when molly's upset you know it's just like a quick transition becomes a big plot point later on the uh you know making fist with your toes little Mm -hmm. little touch becomes a major plot point everything builds all, all of the geography of like oh he sees the the girly picture over here you know he's coming back through that way it's all set up so well it's all set up so well die hard uh sorry um under Siege takes that, okay, guy in the wrong situation, but he's qualified. And then they just rip off so many other scenes from there, like the jumping over the edge with an explosion. I think even Seagal had like a rope or something when he jumps over the side
0: mm-hmm. of the boat, and that's the the whole fire hose thing. And you know, I don't know. So here, it, here's proofs in the pudding here. Under siege equals the bomb, not a bomb. <laughs> wow. I- <laughs> she can when we uh when we split up she can have that movie <laughs> it's, it's in your collection you take it with uh, you. Uh, sir.
1: you get, keep the first half
0: <laughs> i'll try to skim off the first 45 yeah, snap that uh yeah. that blu-ray in half like it made no sense why that girl was there like how, why is if she there the the birthday cake girl yeah well like like, Bill's uh, – because I was chatting to him a little bit there on Letterbox for this movie, and I was like, it makes no sense why she's there. And they are like, well, they brought her there as part of the, their disguise to get on the boat, right? Like, here's the girl. That, that is
1: true, yeah. Like, she's just – you know, right. either have somebody who is part of your organization do that or uh, – I don't know.
0: But – but they never use her in that capacity. She never performs. They get on the boat. I don't think anyone who ever saw her that's not in on the plot has see her. They stuff her in a cake and then forget about her. Yep. Like what why did you need her? You didn't need her
1: at all. Because she does the little uh, dance in the middle of the movie. There you go. There you go. And then she becomes the sideways baseball cap
0: plucky <laughs> uh, Who is this person? Who did I marry? Thriller. Great. Great. Well, you can have it. All right. Um, And finally, uh, I uh, finished watching. Well, I sort of finished watching Star Trek Enterprise, uh, the final season, season four. Sort of final finished. So uh, I meant to finish it today. I had Mm -hmm. 20 minutes left in what I thought was the final episode. And then I finished it. And I realized I didn't see Riker or Troy yet. And I realized I had another episode. So I started watching that, and I'm 20 minutes into the real final episode. So it was due to my miscalculation. Uh-huh. Um, but uh, for the most part, uh, the, from that season, episode 10 on, mm-hmm. uh, pretty good stuff all the way through. I think the double episodes are a little too much sometimes. Mm-hmm. Uh, the I hate mirror episode stuff. I, I thought it was like a good goofy idea in the original series for one episode. You got to see Spock with the the goatee, but every yep. time Deep Space Nine went in on it, and now this show they went in it
1: pretty it. often. They really yeah. went all out with it's that. It's
0: just a little too much for me, and it felt like as if like it was really misplaced because it seemed like as if the show was like finding this new, uh, like momentum, you know, into actual real Star Trek. Like they were doing some yep. real stuff, and then this goofy episode came out, you know, and it was like. It felt like an episode that would have been... That would have fit in after maybe a dozen more good episodes. Okay, now we can have fun with this really goofy stuff. Like, it just was yeah. really jarring. And the, and again, it was a two-parter. It went on a little too long. And uh, it didn't have an ending. Any sort of conclusion. It was just kind of like a... Well,
1: it was set up for more, right? So, okay. So, they were
0: supposed to go back to this... I
1: imagine so. Cause...
0: Because I thought... Because I... So... The idea is that we go into the alternate universe, Star Trek universe, and there is they find uh, the Defiant, the the original series Constitution
1: Defiant. class Defiant,
0: right? That is like two hundred years in the future, mm-hmm. um, which is the ship that Kirk finds in the future that is kind of out of phase, and that mm-hmm. whole launches the whole mirror universe thing so i thought they were going to tie in that ship to the at the end of the episode but i guess you're right they were there were plans on tying it in probably in a future episode and they probably, just never yeah. i they
1: mean never they went that. through the trouble of recreating that whole set well i imagine it wasn't just uh, in mothballs somewhere they they well, probably no, had th- to piece together a lot of different things
0: well parts of it definitely the hallways and stuff but i think there is like there is a full on that set on the Paramount lot somewhere, like where you can actually go in on a tour. Like I think that's what they oh, used okay. for that next generation episode where Scotty comes back. Yeah, 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 I, yeah. I think that like they just went to that Paramount part and shot it, shot it there. I don't think they recreated the bridge <laughs> for that. I th- I think that's what I read. Right. But anyways, okay. um, yeah, definitely other parts of the ship though too. Yeah, because they did the whole Jeffries tube and all that stuff which um yeah was was cool, um but yeah, there were some really good Star Trek ideas in there, like you know, I always thought that it was kind of like uh, a little bit ham fisted that at some point, all of humanity was just on board with the Federation and Starfleet, and you know, like we're yeah, we're gonna do this, and we're gonna explore space, like you know how human beings are, I'm pretty sure there would be some people who were stuck in the old ways and wanting to go back to the way it was and all that stuff and, uh, had some, like, we're just hanging on to bigotry and that, uh, kind of like how it's going right right now with the United States. But anyways, um, so yeah, those, those were good avenues to explore. Like, how did we get to this point of this utopian society? There had to be some, uh, bumps along the road. So those two episodes that they did with, uh, RoboCop. Uh, right. Yeah. 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 yeah that, that was, that was pretty good stuff.
1: That was, Oh, those were the ones you thought were the last. Episodes.
0: Yeah. I was, I yeah. was finishing that one up today. And I, so I, I, I had seen the scene online before of how enterprise wrapped up with Troy and Riker staring into a holodeck or something. And the episode, yeah. and I've seen that before. So I thought that's where this episode was going. I thought, Oh, this is the big moment. Cause Archer gives this big speech at the end. And it's almost like as if they're wrapping up the series in like sort of like, well, we're wrapping it up, but we're not 100% sure if the show's going to wrap up. So that's what it felt like to me. Mm-hmm. Then it turned out that, yeah, they weren't. They still had another episode to go. So.
1: Yeah, well, not to spoil any future discussion, but a lot of people who are fans of the show kind of consider the Peter Weller episode to be the actual Ending because I could
0: totally see. I could the Troy and
1: Riker thing is,
0: yeah, I'm not enjoying it. (laughs) It's kind of it feels wedged in. Well, first of all, the first mistake they made is that Roy Riker and Troy are this is like 2005 ish, yeah, actors, and they're the story that they're in takes place during the next generation show, and they're all 15 years older and it shows way heavier. (laughs) Yeah, Riker needs to throw that weight around now. It's something else um that's why they stuck him in that chef uniform for (laughs) yeah for (laughs) sure for sure and that was kind i i hate it when they do that with tv shows where they just kind of like oh yeah everyone on the ship used to talk to the chef so maybe you should go and explore uh the chef guy and it's like nobody ever talked to the chef on the show what are you talking about like yeah
1: they just kind of inflated that non-character
0: and then it's a weird thing that's going on because Riker is pretending to be the chef that everyone on the ship talks to. And he's he's observing at a historical event. And he's affecting people's in, uh, decisions while he's talking to them. He's giving them advice. He's saying you should do this or whatever, mm-hmm. which doesn't make any sense. Like, that, that, like you would actually be uh, affecting history. You know, and if right. you're wanting to watch an historical mm-hmm. document to find out what actually happened, you going in and influencing what happened doesn't make too much sense at all. Mm-hmm. Anyways, the whole episode, yeah, it's not really jiving with me. But the uh, the buildup, the 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 episodes before that were were much much better and explored much better uh, territory. And the whole thing with uh, to Paul and Trip, uh, they had a. Somebody stole their, sorry, I don't know if these are spoilers. I mean, the show is 100 years old. Uh, Somebody stole their DNA and made a a Vulcan baby, uh, a a half-breed between human, and and that stuff was all really uh, well done and well well handled. Mm -hmm. Uh, And the doctor had a really great moment where the doctor realizes that there's nothing that he can do for the baby who seems to be doomed from the start. Uh, And uh, he has, like, a moment where it's like, like you guys have all become my family, and I'm starting to feel uh, like I'm I'm losing a child. And that was a really good scene with that with Doctor Flocks. They that season
1: four they really hit a nice groove. They, yeah. they they got right in there. I don't know if it was a different writer, somebody else was kind of taking over behind mm-hmm. the scenes or
0: whatever. But well, was those guys that that helped Shatner with his novels, that Judith Stevens and. Someone, someone else. I can't remember their names. I hmm. can never remember their names. But those two guys. there's it, a husband and wife team, and they help Shatner with all of his Star Trek, you know, the Return novels and all that. Oh yeah, yeah. So they seem to be the lead writers for those episodes. Hmm. But, anyways, it was good. It was good send off until <laughs> until the actual send off. Yeah. Um, but it's unfortunate. It's unfortunate that they didn't hit that stride earlier. Right.
1: If they had gotten that in like season three, that show might've
0: gone on a little longer. And I do feel that uh, Scott Bakula kind of held the show back a little bit because he is not a great actor. Thank you. Sorry. he's. I liked him on Quantum Leap. And I think the character that he played on that show kind of suited his style a little mm-hmm. more, but he doesn't, like he tries to command with authority at times, and it comes off as real phony. Like he's given fake speeches, yeah, yeah. Like he doesn't really. He's not a good captain. Like a not not. He might be a good captain, like a, but the like he's not a good actor. That's basically
1: he's it. not a good actor, and yeah, it it does. He doesn't have the charisma of a Bill Shatner to pull off that hokey dialogue.
0: Yeah, it, yeah, totally. And he didn't have to he could he could have played it differently, you know in a different way, but like there was times where he'd like he seemed to like they really wanted him to get angry in a scene, and it just it didn't come off as like he was very angry
1: well, his voice isn't quite yeah there for the the booming he doesn't have the cisco anger you know he doesn't have that voice he can pull off, he doesn't have the the uh the grace of a a jean-luc picard he doesn't have the appeal of of a kirk you know he's just
0: yeah eh. yeah even janeway did better janeway Janeway could be quite stern yeah yeah that's Mm. it stern is the word he doesn't seem to be able to be stern just Mm. seems to be like it's like it's like your older brother telling you something not your your dad you know it's like you don't have to take him too seriously
1: right I I stand by it there were a couple of times during the series where Trip was put in charge uh, uh, Archer is off somewhere I always thought Trip did a pretty good job as an acting captain mm. he, I, I think he could have you know he was, the, the character was a little young but he could have uh, pulled off the captain role
0: yeah Well, and I did see the episode with uh, Seth uh, McFarlane uh, as one of the uh, guys. Engineers. Yeah, he had a couple of lines in there. So Mm -hmm. that was pretty cool. Okay, that's it. Wrapping it up with Star Trek. That was for you, Kyle. No, you're not here. That's Uh, okay. You'll catch it
1: later, maybe. He's working on my my monument (laughs) out of mashed
0: potatoes. Oh, yeah. Uh, okay, follow uh, the Cartridge Club's only weekly podcast. We're the only one. Sometimes weekly. <laughs> Most of the time. I, I be, Not to, to miss, here, but other times. We're allowed to miss a week for the, the charity stream. Actually, honestly, you know what? I kind of needed that to prepare for the charity stream. It was four hours in the morning. Uh, so follow us on Twitter at retro underscore fandango. Uh, get a boner with fandango. You should have boner on. Where is that guy? doing his own show now doing his own thing everyone's too big for us uh and check out our discord check that out go over there and talk if you need a a link let me know and i'll get you that link discord's a place to be we're going to be doing that uh festivus thing on the discord you're going to need an invite to get in there and then maybe we'll do some bill and ted three who knows Uh, who knows And maybe we'll be doing a foosball movie next month. Who knows? All right. That's it. Thanks, uh, Mrs. Q-Dog, and it's Rocket Sauce, and Sarka Sim. And uh, fourth mystery person, a lurker. We have a lurker. A lurker? Yeah. We have four people watching and only three people commented. My goodness. Look at all these comments. So when you watch and you don't comment, you are a lurker. According to the internet. Mm Mm-hmm. And that'll be fun. Fest with Oh, Miss Q Dog says, have a good weekend. Well, you too. Have a good weekend. All right. Have a good weekend, everybody. Goodbye. Goodbye. And there go.